This is day 26 to the 28 days of better selling with Shane Gibson from closingbigger.net. Today we're going to talk about energy management. See a large trend now in the marketplace with a lot of training and consulting that's focusing less on time management and more on energy management, especially for executives. I think it's really key because you can have lots of time, but if you're exhausted or you're distracted, you're not going to get the work done. You're not going to be effective. A big part of this, a big energy drainer, is worry. On the blog post, you'll see these statistics. And what it says here, and I'll read them for you here, is with worrying, 40% of all things we worry about never happen. Things that we're anxious about, but they never happen. 30% have already happened, and we can't do anything about them. That guy who cut us off on the way down to work, or something that you had done wrong at a particular function or event or meeting, and you're still worried about it, again, you can't do anything about that anymore, but it's burning up your time and energy by thinking about it. 12% of the time, we're worried about needless worries about health. So these are things that we can't do much about. We've got anxieties, we've got concerns over it. 10% of the time is petty, miscellaneous issues. Are you walking around the office wondering who stole your pen? Are you laboring over and having anxiety over small things that really aren't going to impact your bottom line or your life overall, but you're distracted? 8% of the things we were about are actually real. And of these 8%, half we can't do a darn thing about, and the other half we can. So really, only 4% of the time we're worrying, we can really do something about it. Yet that other 96% of the time, we can be burning up a lot of energy. So I'm going to share with you some ideas and some strategies on how to worry less and be able to focus and have a higher level of clarity and peace when you're working through the sales process, when you're leading your organization, or you're just doing what you're doing on your average day. So here's 11 quick ideas. Number one, set a specific time for worry. So what I mean is that if we're not dealing with some of our anxieties, often they can build up emotionally for us, like a weight on our shoulders or a chain around our leg. And it's something we drag around with us all day. So maybe weekly or daily, depending on what you're worried about, sit down and make a list of everything you're worried about and then determine of that list which are really the 4% that you can do something about and not worrying about the rest. Number two is move to action. Another way to really help you get rid of anxiety is to do something. It doesn't necessarily always mean moving to action or things you're concerned about as well. Sometimes it might just be creating some momentum in other parts of your life to help you reduce stress. Try exercise. Another great way to reduce anxiety and stress is actually get out there and work out. You don't have to do it hard, but even a good walk, a trip to the gym, or doing maybe one of your favorite hikes, something brief, when it gets you outside, it helps you exercise, it helps burn off some of that energy and even some of that physical tension in your body. Number four is get out of bed quickly. Often when we're stressed out or frustrated or challenged, we often, that's when we lay in bed and we get anxious and we think about what's going on and we worry about even more things as they snowball there sitting in our bed. So get out of bed quickly in the morning. Not so quick that you know you get lightheaded or pass out or anything or dizzy, but definitely when you wake up, get up and start to take action right away. Number five is post good news. There is good news out there. Are you searching for it? Around the office, when great things are happening in the marketplace or even something great has happened in sports, post up that good news and keep people on the team focused on great things. Number six, and this goes along with number five, is surround yourself with positive people. So when we tend to be depressed or frustrated, misery loves company. We'll often go find 
and connect with people who are going to complain along with us. And so what we want to do instead is move outside of our comfort zone and hang out with people and associate with people who are moving in positive directions. Number seven, make meetings productive with the worry chart. With the worry chart. So this chart, I would put these statistics right in your meeting room so that as a team, as we get focused on things, we make sure we're really focused on the 4%. Number eight is limit time on hard work. A lot of times what I've seen is that people can be full of anxiety and frustrated and think that, you know what, if I'm not getting results in 10 hours a day, maybe I'll put 12 in. That will help. But what it can often do is further unbalance our life. And what we know is that it's not about time. It's often about energy. If we're fired up, if we're focused and we're energetic, we can get more done in a shorter period of time. So spend time recharging your battery. Number nine is know the value of the present. Live in the present. Ask the question, what does my business need me to do the most right now at this moment? What does my sales career need me to do the most right now at this moment? What's the most important thing for the company strategically right now at this moment? Be in the moment and tackle what you can. Number 10 is laugh at yourself. Sometimes in life, the only thing you're going to get out of business is a good laugh. And at the end of the day, the goal in life is happiness. That's why we're pursuing these sales goals. So we can achieve things, we can acquire things in our life that help us be happy. Whether it's a paycheck, a house, that holiday, or just genuinely connecting and helping other people. So go back to that when you're stressed out about selling and realize that, you know what? Have a little humor in it. Laugh at yourself. Don't take things so seriously. And number 11 is give yourself special treatment. So one of the things I'll do is I don't wait till the end of a major project to reward myself. I create a series of small rewards or little luxuries along the way. It might be, for instance, booking yourself into the spa for a half an hour massage after you got halfway through a big project. It might be something as simple as, you know, instead of eating at your desk, actually going out for lunch and treating yourself once in a while while you're slugging through stressful times. So again, there's 11 things you can do to help you tackle worry. But remember, the key thing is to really what we're focused on. What we're focused on is really going to impact us. And so too many people are focused on things that don't count. So let's review these statistics again. 40% of things we worry about, never going to happen. 30% have already happened and we can't do anything about them. 12% are needless worries about health. 10% are petty miscellaneous issues. And 8% are real and only half we can do something about. And with that half, yes, focus on it and knock it out of the way. And then apply some of those 11 steps. This is your assignment for day 26. Apply some of those 11 ideas I shared with you earlier around helping you reduce anxiety and stress. This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net, day 26, the 28 days of better selling.